So we come to relations and functions important formulas. Now this is a topic which is the foundation of calculus and I'm sure all of you want to do well in calculus but to do well in calculus and have a strong foundation you need to know the basic concepts of functions and to know functions you need to know relations. Now if A and B are two non-empty sets then any subset of A cross B is called a relation from A to B. And domain of A of the relation will be the set of all X coordinates and the range will be the set of all Y coordinates. So domain will be the set of all elements X such that X belongs to A and XY belongs to R. Range will be the set of all elements Y where Y belongs to B and XY belongs to R. If A is any non-empty subset, then any subset of A cross A is called a relation of A. So what is a relation? It is a subset of A cross A. Now, if A has elements 1, 2, 3 and R is the set of all elements AB such that AB belongs to A, A plus B equal to 10, then R is an empty relation. Why is it empty? Because there is no element in 1, 2, 3 which satisfies A plus B equal to 10. If R is the set of all elements AB, where AB belongs to A and mod A minus B greater than or equal to 0, then R is a universal relation. So a universal relation is a relation which by default is satisfied. Now we come to an identity relation. So an identity relation is just a set of all elements A comma A. So every element is mapped to itself. Now, coming to the types of relations, if R is a relation on a non-empty set A, R is reflexive if A, comma A belongs to R, for all A belongs to A. So we say A is related to A, for all A. R is symmetric if AB belongs to R implies BA belongs to R, for all AB belongs to A. In other words, A is related to B implies B is related to A. And R is transitive if AB belongs to R, BC belongs to R implies AC belongs to R. For all ABC belongs to A. So we have A is related to B, B is related to C implies A is related to C. Now a relation which is both reflexive, symmetric and transitive is called an equivalence relation. And the set of all elements X such that X is related to A is called the equivalence class of A which is denoted by bracket A. Next uh, we come to a function. So what is a function? A function is an element is mapping from x to y. So f from x to y is a function if each element in x is assigned to a unique element in y. And if you have, you have something called the vertical line test. If a vertical line meets the graph of the function at exactly one point, then this is a function. So if we have a function f from x to y, x is called the domain of f, y is called the codomain of f, and the range will be the set of all elements fx, where x belongs to x. So this is a point where students get confused. They get conf You may get confused between what is the difference between a codomain and a range. Codomain is basically the y, f from x to y, y is the codomain. And range is the set of all elements fx. So domain of f we denote by just df. Domain is the set of all elements x, where fx belongs to y. 
and range of f is the set of all elements fx where x belongs to x. So you need to remember that domain is the set of all values of x and range will be the set of all values of fx. If f is a function from x to x such that fx equal to x for all x belongs to x, then f is the identity function. For identity function, every element is mapped to itself. If f is a function from x to y such that fx equal to c for all x belongs to x, then f is a constant function. So constant function, fx is a constant. Next we have the modulus function. So modulus of x is defined as x if x greater than 0, equal to 0 if x equal to 0, equal to minus x if x is less than 0. So basically you need to remember that the modulus function removes the negative sign. Then you have the greatest integer function which is denoted by bracket x. That is the greatest integer less than or equal to x. So bracket 2.2 is 2. Bracket minus 1.2 will be minus 2. Then you have the signum function which is defined as fx equal to minus 1 if x less than 0 equal to 0 if x equal to 0 equal to 1 if x greater than 0. If you are a student of class uh, mathematics in classes 11 and 12, it is very important that you know these functions, signum function, modulus function and greatest integer function. Now, what about the types of functions? If f is a function from x to y, f is injective if f of x1 equal to f of x2 implies x1 equal to x2. So you need to remember this is a very important test for checking if a function is injective. Namely, f of x1 equal to f of x2 implies x1 equal to x2. And if you draw a graph, if a horizontal line meets the graph at exactly one point, it is injective. Another word for injective is 1 to 1. Now, if f is a function from a to b and n a is the number of elements, a has m elements, b has n elements, the number of functions from a to b is n raised to m. Remember this formula, n raised to m where a has m elements, b has n elements. And if f is a function from a to b, again a has m elements, b has n elements, number of injective functions from a to b is n pm, if n greater than or equal to m, equal to 0 otherwise. Remember that p stands for permutations, n pm, n factorial by n minus m factorial. And what about the number of onto functions? Again, if f is a function from a to b, a has m elements, b has n elements. Number of onto functions from a to b is given by summation r taking value 1 to n minus 1 raised to n minus r, n cr, r raised to m. If m greater than or equal to n, equal to 0 if m less than n. Summation r taking value 1 to n minus 1 raised to n minus r ncr r raised to m if m greater than or equal to n equal to 0 if m less than n. You must be finding this formula difficult to remember. So there are two particular cases namely if b has two elements and a has m elements m greater than or equal to 2 the number of onto functions from a to b is 2 raised to m minus 2. Again if b has n elements and a has b has three elements and a has m elements where m greater than or equal to 3, number of onto functions from a to b is 3 raised to m minus 3 into 2 raised bracket 2 raised to m minus 1. 
I repeat once more 3 raised to n minus 3 into bracket 2 raised to n minus 1. And of course you have the number of bijective functions is just n factorial is m equal to n equal to 0 otherwise. Now what is a binary operation? A binary operation is denoted by star and it is a function star from a cross a to a such that star a b belongs to a. So we write a star b. So remember star of a b belongs to a. Now addition is a binary operation on natural numbers because a plus b belongs to natural numbers. For all a b belongs to n. Likewise a into b multiplication. a into b is also a natural number if a b are natural numbers. So multiplication is also a binary operation on n. But you need to note that subtraction is not a binary operation on natural numbers because 4 and 7 are natural numbers but 4 minus 7 is not a natural number. Again division is not a binary operation on n because 4 by 7 is not a natural number. So addition, subtraction and multiplication are binary operations on real numbers. But division is not a binary operation on real numbers because 5 divided by 0 is not defined. Again, a binary operation star is called commutative or abelian if a star b equal to b star a for all a b belongs to a. This is a very fundamental part of group theory which you may learn later on if you learn mathematics at the advanced level. A binary operation star is associative if a star b bracket star c equal to a star bracket b star c for all a b c belongs to a. Now e is called the identity element under star if a star e equal to a equal to e star a for all a belongs to a and an element a belong to, belonging to a is said to be invertible under star. If there exists b belonging to a such that a star b equal to e equal to b star a. So b is called the inverse of a under star and it is denoted by a inverse. So that concludes the formulas on binary operations and relations and functions in general. So you can just record this and run through it before your exams or assessments and if you are a student of mathematics in class 11 and 12, this is great. It is just for you. You can pause each line and write along with me. And do let me know if I can help you further. Thank you.